Hey everybody, here we go. Here's another edition of Everything Under the Sun. Today I've got with me as uh, my guest, I've got Mr. James Blancarte uh, to my side and you'll see on the screen, we got uh, Johnny Trujillo. Uh, both of these gentlemen are in the solar industry in similar yet different capacities. Um, I own Mr. Sunshine Solar. Uh, James is a, uh, I, I like to call, I don't like to call sales, my guys salespeople because I don't like the term sales, um, customer acquisition specialist. And uh, so that, you know, that's what James does. He sits down with homeowners and helps educate them on uh, all the important things. And, uh, but before he ever has the opportunity to do that, um, uh, Johnny here gets to speak with them and, and uh, tug on their ear for a minute or two and uh, see if he can't get them interested in, in actually setting up that time to, to speak with us. So um, I wanted to have both of them on, on one of these episodes to provide some insight to you, the consumer, things to listen for, um, to be aware of, to, uh, to, to watch out for, um, as well as give you some insight into what you know, they go through, right? The challenges that they face. And uh, because they're not the typical, the typical telemarketer guy, they're not the typical sales guy, right? Um, they're, they're very exceptional, exceptional in what they do and stand out. Uh, quite often, you know, homeowners don't have the opportunity to experience that because of all the other clowns in this industry, right? Uh, you know, people that are setting appointments, calling up saying, hey, this is so-and-so with the uh, uh, Arizona Clean Energy uh, Education Center Association, where <laughs> see Johnny's over there shaking his head, right? Um, you know, and it's, it makes it difficult. It makes it a lot more difficult than it needs to be, right? Uh, solar is one of those things at this point where it's pretty much good for everybody. It's a fit for pretty much everybody. There's very few exceptions. Um, the biggest challenge that I always have to remind them and everyone else uh, that we face, and really it's any any industry, but the biggest challenge we face is just getting people to listen, right? Yeah, I, Johnny, you you would agree with that, right? You you call. Uh, you call on hundreds of people a day, right? Absolutely. And that, that is the biggest problem is just getting them to drop their guard a little bit. And uh, I've kind of transitioned from the kind of the colder opening that I would use uh, until coming to, you know, Mr. Sunshine Solar is having more of a conversation, be more human, you know, open the door to other things other than just, hey, I'm here to, you know, just talk your ear off and jam an appointment down your throat. It's more along the lines of, How's your day going? Um, you know, what have you heard? What's your biggest pressing question? And whatever they say, I just let them know, hey, those are great questions because nobody really talks about these things. And you're going to love us because as, you know, Mr. Sunshine's way is no arm twisting sales pitch. I don't even talk our ear off that much on, on setting the appointment. I'm pretty much just pulling information from them and, you know, just getting them to drop their guard once again and having a conversation with me other than just setting an appointment. And to see that, if there's absolutely. a fit. Absolutely. And I've had that issue before about, well, like you said earlier, the Arizona energy. I'm like, no, not, not, not <laughs> whatsoever. Like uh, I've overcame that. I even got hung up on, just called them right back, let them explain. And I just pretty much lay out the credibility that you've established, Michael, and they will look it up. I've had people call me back because of links provided and that really helps out too. So it's making my job easier, but Again, I, I'm a talker, so I can listen to somebody and steer a conversation just as well. So 
That's the biggest thing right. is just getting I mean, those off the ground. You know, you, you mentioned the word um, um, obstacle more than once, right? Yeah. You also said, um, oh, gosh, what was it? But basically talking about things that, that get in the way, right? Yeah. Uh, and perceptions and stuff like with the, mm -hmm. you know, the I always reference the Arizona Green Energy Education Center, which is a totally fictional, fictitious uh, organization that does not exist. Um, but and and all the ones that are similar to it, they don't exist um, in this or any other state. But they're just used as a uh, as a facade. But um, what are some of the 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 obstacles that that you encounter from from perspective, you know, customers or homeowners that prevent you from even having the opportunity to explain something or let alone set an appointment? Well, it's just like tip, the typical problems in, you know, sales is really understanding the difference between an, a complaint and an objection. So like I've already had an appointment or I've had five consultations. I've already right. heard how much the government's doing, things like that. So, um, And if they just, only knew that probably out of those five that they spoke to, none of the five actually really knew what they were doing in the first place. And so didn't all they did is make things worse. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when I just, again, drive home that, look, there's no arm twisting sales pitch. There's no height, no fluff. We're here to educate you. And by the end of the conversation, if it doesn't make sense, then we didn't do a good enough job. But I can tell you right now, once they leave, the offer's still on the table. It's for you guys to talk as if it's one person, you know, with your friends or family or yourself. Or if you have that significant other that you rely on to actually sit down together and mull it over. And, you know, I even tell them, like, you know, you, you taught me. If it sounds like a, a, a sales pitch and they're not listening and they're just talking and not paying attention, show us the door and uh, we'll leave because that's not what we do here. And um, that's one thing I, I get feedback uh, from, you know, Adam and, and James and you know, the emails that come in that they had a great conversation or touching base again, had great conversation. Next thing you know, they're signing up. So that's the biggest thing is just going over, you know, what I, what actually is holding them back. And then if they tell me, I do put it in the notes, but it's rare, but they'll kind of, you know, kind of jump over the, jump over the hurdle anyways, and just keep going with me. So it just keeps going. And see, that's, you know, I, I wanted you to kind of explain it. So it, it was coming from you rather than, rather than from me, the, the typical you know, telemarketer, appointment setter, whatever, whether it's on the phone, at the door, um, however it's done, right? They they have a bunch of um, catchphrases and uh, hooks, right? They're all trained yeah. in this and uh, taught how to sell. Solar isn't one of those things that needs to be sold. Right. People need to be educated on it, right? right. And so yeah. they're, you know, I've seen, uh, you know, on uh on the interwebs uh, <laughs> youtube and stuff like that right yeah. i'm showing my age <laughs> um on the interwebs you know the google box yeah. um that you know these videos of these guys pretending to be with the utility company oh, there's man. a guy i got into a debate with recently online in one of the solar pros pages that was defending the um no out-of-pocket no out expense right defending it that no out-of-pocket expense. Well, that, that means that there's no upfront cost. No, no, no. No out-of-pocket expense means no out-of-pocket expense, right? And so yep. uh, 
It's free. It's free, right? Yeah, that yeah. totally implies free. And he was trying to defend that methodology. Well, I went and looked at his profile and he proudly presents a video of him on the side of the house, opening up the customer's panel and looking at things and, and making noise. And the homeowner comes out and goes, excuse me, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm with, I'm, I'm working with such and such, right? The way he said it made it seem like he was an employee of the, of the utility company. And we're just checking your meter to make sure that it's, it's a good fit and that, uh, you know, it, it qualifies for solar and starts into the sales pitch and then explains how it's uh, no out-of-pocket expense. And the homeowner actually said, so you mean it's free? He goes, yeah, absolutely, 100%. Mm. And then and continues on. And I'm thinking, wow, this guy's just, he's putting it out there and he's proud of it. Mm. And he literally, I, I think he believes what he's doing is yeah. good and, and the right thing to, to make sales, right? And it's not about, let me step back. It is about making sales. It is about acquiring customers, but gosh, it, it should be, this is one of the most expensive things anybody's ever going to buy. I think everybody in the room here and online would agree that you'd better get it right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you got to be cautious about it. You can't just, and, and being that irresponsible to make these wild claims that can be justified with ridiculous wordplay, like, well, the reason it's free or no cost is because it's, if they're spending $150 a month on their solar to save 200 on their electric bill, is it costing them 150 or is it saving them 50? Well, it's saving them 50, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's saving them $50 a month, is it costing them anything? Technically, no. Te well, technically, yes, <laughs> yes, it's costing them 150. Yes. Right. But in their roundabout in way, in theory, you know, it's the answer is no. So that's their crazy justification. And, and it's the same things that you, you encounter on the phone. I mean, James, you, Absolutely. you, you know, you've been in, in sales, customer acquisition, whatever, whatever we want to call it mm -hmm. um, for, for many years. Right. Yep. And you've been in solar. How long now? Uh Losing Four count. Years, yeah, I'm losing, losing so, count. You know, he's been in energy efficiency about eight, eight got, ten years now. So energy efficiency, eight, ten years. So the guy knows what he's talking about. He's dealt with enough homeowners. And, you know, some of the things that you're encountering, uh, the challenges, I imagine most of them are created by the solar industry itself. Absolutely. Uh, the I people in it. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, you know, it's the the industry has... You know, it, it really, the, I mean, and really that I take offense, even though, yes, we are selling, I don't like that term salespeople. You know, I mean, it seems like today, anybody that can spell solar, S-O-U-L-E-R. L-U-R. S-O-U-L-U-R. You know, they've jumped in, um, you know, but, uh, and, and, and even backing up, it's, I don't think, I think uh, most of them are well-intentioned people. Um, they were just a either trained wrong or trained inadequate inadequately, or they just don't care. Absolutely. But the simple fact is, is that it goes back to that ideology, garbage in, garbage out. I mean, one of the very first things that mistakes that I see right off the bat is uh, obtaining usage. 
uh, a solo representative will ask you as the homeowner uh, for a copy of your utility bill. Well, even even the apartment center, right, Johnny? I mean, typically, yeah, you know, um, you know, you've been around enough of them. They're they're all trained to ask for an electric bill, right? An electric bill, not twelve months worth of electric bills, because even mm -hmm. if we get twelve months worth of electric bills, we can at least go through and analyze it, break down the usage charges, taxes surcharges, monthly connection fee, generation fees, transmission fees, all these other things that are built into the utility bill, right. if we have 12 months worth, but they ask for one, one bill, right? Because there's that, that graph on it that looks like my hand, right? Mm -hmm. Goes up, goes down, and, and um, they, they try to base the electric bill on that. So that's usually one of the first starting points, right? So Johnny, you ask people for what the uh, usage and billing data report off their off their uh, energy bill or not their energy bill, but their utility company account. Yes, yes. it's a completely different animal, and and the reason being is is we're able to provide an accurate proposal mm. when we've got accurate, complete data that that breaks down your usage in total kilowatt hours for the year, month by month um peak and off peak and then the associated usage and build charges right mm -hmm. that gives us the critical information we need to use just as a basis, basis. for an, al an analysis that's right? a starting I mean, point other things we have to ask for uh we, we ask a bunch of questions i mean you go through the questionnaire some of the yeah. things you ask do you live in a one-story house or a two-story house do you have one ac two acs what is your sear rating on it yeah, how, how old many are they yeah how old are yeah, you how, how many people live in the home do you have a pool do you have an electric vehicle um, do you live in APS or SRP? Uh, or wherever, right? Are, have you done any inter energy efficiency upgrades yet? Or are you planning on it? Yeah, and some, See, of, these, energy, some of these are redundant questions that, that Johnny asks on the front end. Right. And then that well, you ask, and then we reiterate. Why? Because that's how it needs to be done. Yep. Right? All Absolutely. of these questions that get asked, if they're not asked, that should be a huge red flag to you as a homeowner. Um, it Absolutely. means that they either don't know to ask or they don't care to ask either, which is, is, is a scenario that you don't want to be stuck in spending tens of thousands, tens and tens of thousands of dollars on uh, it's, it's a real issue. So, and, you know, and, and you asked, you know, if it was, if it, if it helped to create this energy and absolutely it did. I mean, there's so many uh, false uh, misleading marketing. You brought up one of them that no out of pocket costs. Um, you know, that there's some magical government program that's going to pay oh, yeah. for your for your solar, you know, when you there's see, not. You see, it's either the, the, the city government, the state government, or the federal government. There's one, you know, there's ads for each one of them yeah. that say, hey, you know, they're giving solar panels away. Uh, a new legislation or law was passed, and they're forced to do this, or they have to do that um, for those who qualify. Mm. You know what? You know yeah. what it is? <laughs> Let me spell it out for you. Well, first, I'll just say it, what it is. It's bullshit, folks. Okay. It's just total, Absolutely. complete bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. And and don't get offended by me saying that because it is the appropriate term for this marketing crap that's taking place, right? Mm -hmm. There's a special new, you know, government program where they're going to give you solar panels or there's a special new program that pays you to go <laughs> solar. Yeah, one. I love that one. Pays right? you to go solar. <laughs> right. And they're, 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 they're referring to the, the tax credits. And you're not getting paid to go solar. You're getting, re should you choose to go solar, you are getting reimbursed for a portion of that expense. And depending on your tax status, 
uh, your tax liability specifically, mm. determines how much you get back or over, not really how much you give, but over what time frame will it take you to recover this tax credit? For many, many folks, they get it back in one year. Um, there are many folks that it takes a couple of years or several years, right? So that needs to be known and understood, but it's always presented as though it's guaranteed money. You're going to get a check from uncle and um, try not to spend it all in one place. Yeah. You know, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's presented entirely wrong. So, you know, the, there, there's so many obstacles, right? We probably spend most of our time. And I think you both would agree with this. Mm. We probably spend most of our time in the conversation with somebody once we are actually conversing with them, overcoming misperceptions and objections that are based off of misinformation. Yeah. Would you say that's a reasonable assessment? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you run into them every, every single appointment. Um, you know, it's when looking at most things like, you know, refinancing your house or financing in a vehicle, you want the lowest interest rate, right? Well, yeah. in solar, that's not always necessarily the case. Now, in order to get that extreme now, now this is something that just solar salespeople just don't tell people that there that there is. Well, the and dealer fee, right? There's the dealer you're fee. Down, I, you know, I, I yeah. This. Yeah. So there's a dealer fee that in order to get that interest rate, you're paying tens and tens of thousands of dollars to get that low payment. Just to buy the loan. Just Literally to, just for them to give you the loan. Just to give you the loan. They're charging you several thousands of dollars right. to get it. Right. Because especially today, right? So today with the way these loans work, um, you know, uh, and th this is what we're in um, mid May. Yep. I don't even know what the date is right now. <laughs> May, May 12th. 12th. Okay, so yeah, May 12th. We're mid-May mid wow. 2023, just, just as a point of reference. So interest rates are not at their all-time low, that's for sure. A lot of people are freaking out and can't believe that they're 7 8%. Hell, I remember when they were 12 13%, so this is nothing. But um, because there isn't, you know, the Fed doesn't offer a 7% a uh, or excuse me, a 0.99% or 0% or 1.49% interest rate. What these companies do is they charge this very big fee just to give you the loan. They'll still give you the two, two and a half percent, three and a half, four or 5% uh, interest rate because you're, you're front loading it with this, this several thousand dollar dealer fee. So when you do the math on it, it still works out to be what, you know, seven, eight um, percent. It's, it's ridiculous. And so everybody wants to try and sell you on the idea that you want the lowest interest rate when in reality, you probably don't right now, simply because that the higher the interest rate, the lower that fee. And, you know, the, the big thing with these loans with the uh, low interest is that dealer fee can be, you know, we'll use a $50,000 project, for example, mm -hmm. um, dealer fee can be $15,000, $16,000 just to get the loan. So now your purchase price is sixty-five grand. Right. Now the payment's based on $65,000 at 2.5% versus say $50,000 at 9.5%. And the payment, because it's a lower purchase amount with a higher rate or a higher amount with a lower rate, the payments get much closer together. They're less than 50 bucks a month apart. And 
So if you take the lower interest rate loan and over say the next 10 years, you decide you pay that loan off. Um, during that 10 years, it saved you, if it's 50 bucks a month, it saved you $6,000. Problem with that is what? Cost you probably 30 to get it. Right, right. 15, 20,000, 30, you know, it cost you tens of thousands just to get the loan. Just so you didn't save loan. anything. Right. So the only way it works out is if you keep the loan the full term, full 25 years, mm -hmm. and never pay it off early, which most people don't. So knowing that, setting somebody up to fail, um, you know, and understanding that the most of the sales reps that do this don't even realize they're screwing the homeowner. Right. They really don't. No. They don't know it any better than most other people. So they just think, oh, the lowest interest rate, I'm going to give them the lowest interest rate and um, not realizing how much it costs to get that low interest rate. Right. It ends up costing them $10,000, $15,000 more than it needed to. Yep. Uh, and Michael, you're absolutely right. And this, again, is something that solar salespeople just don't explain. The, uh, you they don't the know. Home, yeah, they, don't, they, they don't know. They don't know. And guys, homeowners, what homeowners energy efficiency is really about is about the smallest and is about the saving the most amount of money with the smallest investment to get the largest return in the shortest amount of time. That that and and everybody that hears this that just heard that you will never ever hear that from another salesperson, right? It's just Absolutely. it's not part of the vernacular. It's you know ignorant salespeople, uneducated salespeople sell more typically. And so to make a statement that the goal isn't to wipe out the bill, but it's to save you the most money with the smallest investment that provides the greatest return in the shortest amount of time. Mm. That's what that it is. should be. Not, oh, I want to wipe out the bill, but they'll ask you that. And here's why, let me, let me tell you guys why they ask. Um, they're all trained. They ask, so you, um, you'd like us to wipe out your bill, right? I mean, that, isn't that the goal? Absolutely. Right. Because they the know the customer is going to say yes. And when they say yes to it, though, they're acknowledging it and giving that rep, that company, the, opening up the legal boundary to present them with whatever it takes to wipe out the bill. Well, if you wipe out the bill, you're going to spend a dollar to save a nickel. Uh. Um, there's because it takes a lot more, a lot more to wipe out the bill. Than it does to save them the most money you can. Absolutely. And people think that they're one and the same, but like here in Arizona, uh, you know, your energy consumption during the summer is so massive that to wipe that out, you'd have to put a monster system on the house, and it would be gross overkill most of the year. Cost you way thousands, several thousands of dollars more than you actually need to spend right. to get the best net gain. And we won't get into the details of that all today. That, that, that's a whole nother episode. But, um, you know, it's, again, the purpose of this episode is to highlight the shortcomings of the solar industry, the mm. things that are getting told to you or presented to you from the time you pick up the telephone to signing the docs, getting it installed. And even those folks that have a system that, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've seen on, on again, on social media pages and stuff where somebody's asking about solar and everybody chimes in, um, you know, oh, our solar company's the best. Our rep was the greatest. Uh, he set us up with a system 
that uh, wipes out our bill. We get a check from the utility company yeah. for 40 bucks a year or $400 or $900 a year. And um, we haven't seen an electric bill in ages. And they're happy as can be, not realizing how badly they got screwed for several thousands of dollars on this system on a portion of it that they absolutely didn't need, right? right. Now, it is saving them money. That's the thing. It's what makes it easy to get away with. Mm -hmm. It is saving them money. It's just not saving them as much money yeah. as it could if it were properly sized, right? Correct. So, you know, let me ask you, Johnny, when, when, when you're, you get hold of folks and you hear, um, you know, yeah, they've spoken with other companies or whatever. Um, what, what would you say is, I don't know, common, uh, uh, adjunct to that, or, you know, uh, that they're either why uh, they're not interested. Well, it, it's kind of uh, one of two ways. You get people in there that's had many consultations, and just like you, you, you guys stated, I want to wipe my bill out. I talk to other companies. I want to get a check back every year. I'm only there six months a year, so I, I want to know if your panels are are made in the United States. I want to know if you you have the same company <laughs> that installs for you. But they're like making a list of demands, and they don't even know what the the demands really mean. So right. I, I kind of like let them know it's, you know, there's a lot of misleading information out there from good people that, are, again, we're just taught wrong. And so, sad to say, I, I've known some people in, in solar outside of, uh, you know, this, you know, who, who I'm talking to now that are good guys that uh, I, I, I watch and I listen to. And it's kind of it's misleading. So those are some of the things I overcome. Some people will listen and set an appointment with us and you guys, you know. People will go in there and explain exactly, you know, what's being charged and what's not. And the, the biggest problem is, is getting them to, to listen. So once they listen and they can open up their, their mind about, you know, what solar really is, like, you know, everyone knows what solar is. It comes from up there, you get power, right? But it's all the fine print that people don't know what they're signing on. So let, that's let the me, biggest thing. You're leading me, you're, you're, you're giving me the perfect handoff right now. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> right. So let me um wait let me let me kind of zoom in on this thing here right here. So would you and and folks this was not set up, okay? This is not set up. Uh, I swear to god. But just what he's talking about. If everyone had a copy of this, the 2023 Solar for Dummies and Smarties question guide, right? <laughs> right? It's it's your guide to the most important questions you need to ask every solar sales rep questions they need to ask you and why, right? So if everyone had a copy of this mm. uh, to help them through the process, to uh, even even questions to ask you, right? Uh, you, Johnny, on, on the phone, but to ask their sales rep um, mm -hmm. questions that they already know to ask, right? Are you the installer um, or are you a, a, you know, a sales rep for an agent, part of a sales org? Um, licensed bonded insured you know those those obvious questions are in here just in case but then there's also a bunch of questions that are maybe not so obvious to a number of people and there's still a whole bunch more questions in here that um they would never think to ask right and so if they had this then um it would help them through their process and vetting out companies and reps and stuff like that right um i that's why i created this i got so sick and tired of 
of running into the obstacles of you, Johnny, running into the obstacles of, of you, James, running into the obstacles of the you know resistance based on misinformation. I don't mind losing, right? I don't mind getting beat by by somebody better, stronger, faster, smarter, whatever. I don't mind that. It's when I'm not able to help somebody out that absolutely would benefit from this because, you know, uh, I lose out because they're misinformed or have a mis misperception of things. Right. That's when it sucks. I mean, it sucks yeah. bad. Absolutely. And um, so I wrote this guide again, not, um, uh, not honestly, not just to help you, the consumer, anybody that's watching this, I write it right in here on the, on the very first, first page. Um, I talk about, or it might be on the second page. No, it is on the first page. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, about how this, this is very self-serving to me, mm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing it to expose the shortcomings of my counterparts in this industry and to shine a light on how great my company, Mr. Sunshine Solar is and, mm -hmm. and the people that represent this company yep. from the guy that calls you on the phone, like Johnny, uh, James, that, that sits down and meets with you and explains everything to you and puts the numbers together to our, our uh, uh, processing folks, installation teams and crews. Everybody has the same, same core values and, and principles that they, they work under. And it's, for me, I call it being the exception to the perception. Mm. Um, there's a lot of ways for, for us to make money. And believe me, we could make a lot more money if we did what everybody else does. Um, Absolutely. Right? Hands down. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, just the, uh, just the other day I saw, um, and guys, again, I, a full transparency i used to be one of these salespeople. so was i i, I, was I had to screw everybody i sat down with I, 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 have, like <laughs> I was blessed with the ability to sell and i was taught how to and they taught me just enough so that i could utilize that sales ability to make sales now this is what the industry is saturated with is order takers and what i call me twos right well we got a 2.49 percent interest rate oh oh me, me too, too. Well, we're doing a free a free year payments. <laughs> Me too. Oh, okay. Well, um, well, we're also um, we're also doing a thirty year warranty on the uh, inverter and panels. Twenty five years. Me too. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it becomes a me too, and guys are just really order takers, and it becomes a race to the bottom, and these are where the bottom feeders dwell. We've got the lowest price. We've got the lowest. We've got the best price. equipment that money can buy and we're the lowest price <laughs> absolutely but Bullshit. then they um, yeah they get to their proposal and my question is to you well how did you arrive at this proposal because i can tell you when i give a customer a proposal i can tell you exactly why i sized the system the way i did and why it's going to be installed that way and i can tell you exactly every reason and it has to do with the questions that we ask at the front end absolutely right? absolutely most most um again i say most companies uh don't ask and mm -hmm. you would wonder why would we ask you know how many people live in the home and what are their ages yep what, what does it matter how many, what their ages right <laughs> um because you know understanding the statistics on energy consumption by age and gender factor into this right so the younger they are versus the older they are you would think that naturally the older you get the, the more energy you consume 
or that teenagers are the worst. Teenagers actually aren't the worst. It's the adult male in the house that stands in front of the refrigerator looking for the sandwich to appear that's not there, that's not there, right? Yeah. Right here, this guy. Right? Yeah. I stand yeah. in front of my refrigerator going, hmm, just hoping something magically is going to appear. But <laughs> it's the truth. If you wait there long enough, it does sometimes. Right? Um, so, you know, with, with little, little kids, they, they use very little energy, yeah. uh, infants and stuff, toddlers, same thing. But once they get into that five to nine year old range, their energy consumption goes through the roof because they do turn things on, leave them on, leave refrigerators open, leave doors open. Yeah. They're constantly watching TV or playing on computers and stuff like that. Um, yes, the image of the teenager that's glued to their computer playing video games does exist. It's probably gotten worse in the in really in the last decade, decade and a half, but um, they're still not at the top of the list and it changes throughout time. So understanding where you're at, where what your plans are, if you plan on staying in this home for long-term, mid-term, short-term, things like that, the Huge. age of the air conditioner tells us efficiency. Is How old is the water heater? It speaks to efficiency. Mm. Um, you know, uh, is the house gas or electric? There, there's all kinds of factors that go in we've got a list of questions that we go through that's, you know, 40 some odd questions, I think, before we even start putting any kind of numbers together. Right. And again, we're doing everything we can to provide an accurate proposal. Um, I, you know, I train everybody that look, if, especially if they've got teenagers in the house, right. That are, you know, 15, 16 and older to, if they plan on staying in the house more than 10 years, that their energy consumption is going to dwindle uh, significantly or down to nothing, especially if they go away to college, the military, move out on their own, mm -hmm. whatever. Now, having three kids move out being empty nesters doesn't mean that your, your energy consumption is reduced by 60%, right? Because it costs just as much to cool a house down for one person as it does for five. Um, but all the other things do come into play as far as heating up water, um, lights, televisions, computers, and things like that. So, um, you know, we try to anticipate these things and sometimes we'll size a system based off of your current energy needs because they're going to stay constant for quite a while. Um, or we'll, we'll size it off of future ones knowing that, hey, uh, your air conditioner's, you know, 17, 18 years old, you're going to need a new one soon. And whatever you get, even if you get the most basic air conditioner, it's going to be way more energy right. efficient than your, your 15, 17, 18 year old air conditioner that you have now. It's going to make a big impact. So let's design the system with that in mind and not, not make it as big. Leave a little bit of meat on the bone with the utility company. And then once you do replace that air conditioner, if you don't do it right then and there, mm. um, once you do replace it, now it's sized right. Otherwise, if you, you don't, you end up with a system that's larger for the long term, larger and therefore more expensive than what you need. Absolutely. So, um, you know, it's, uh, gosh, we, we could rattle on all day about all these things and the <laughs> obstacles that we, that we run into. But again, I yeah. in fact, I, I, uh, Michael, I just had a practical example of that just a few days ago, met with the homeowner. She was extremely apprehensive about even sitting down. Um, in fact, I think she told you that, uh, that it was my persistence and she even memorized my number. Just me following oh, right. up with her, right? And at the end of the, at the demo, she was completely just flabbergasted 
to had sat through proposals before and thinking that, thinking that she had been well informed thinking exactly she was 100% convinced that she sat with the professional and a, a trusted advisor who gave her the facts but after i took her through how it should be done and how and explained how it really works and especially the economics i mean the economics i mean when homeowners when we're really looking at yes we most of us care about the green the environment and we want to do but if we're truly being honest, it's the green in our wallets that's primarily most important. But look, yeah. if you're doing whether your motivation is one or the other, you know, you're fulfilling both. So yeah. um it is it is, you know, the educational factor. Yes. And, and I've heard the same thing when I've spoken with homeowners that, you know, mm -hmm. I thought I knew what I was looking at, thought I understood it mm. until I spoke with you guys. Yep. Right. I hear that about uh uh, I hear that about you and the other reps. Um, and it's because we train with the intent of educating our reps to educate you, the homeowner. Mm -hmm. And most companies educate their reps on how to make sales. Yep. Um, it's, I, but it's funny you bring that up, Michael. The other day, I just uh, I, I was listening to this big sales uh, um, part of the, the Solar Bros community. <laughs> the whole feel felt found method it's a sales tactic methodology right and it goes something like this uh, give me an objection michael um you know it's just too expensive oh michael i i and i i completely know how you feel you know but you know i have spoken with many many other homeowners like yourself and what and they have felt exactly the same way that you do but what they found, and then that's when you give yeah. your 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 found, right? Found, found. Okay, so yeah, but it's it's a methodology. Yeah, it, it's a sales tactic. It's it's professional. It, it's not. It's structured manipulation to get you to make a sale just for the sake of making a sale. Yep. Look, where energy efficiency is about improving the 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 energy efficiency of the home saving the homeowner the most money getting the again the the saving the most amount of money with the least amount of expense. of expense with the largest return in the shortest amount of time you know and explaining those economic options based on what the homeowner has said if they're planning on staying in the home 3 years 10 years or they're planning on leaving when they get moved out feet first you know all yeah, of those things yeah <laughs> that 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 is a big deal. Stay there till they're they're gonna roll up. I'm staying here till they roll me out of here, feet first under a blanket. Right yeah. <laughs> there, you go. Well, that's I'll, another one. How, how's that for an objection, real quick? I'm too old. Right. Yeah. I always tell people, look, I didn't notice an expiration tag on you when I walked in. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> chuckle. Fortunately, they chuckle. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. But yeah, that 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 whole I'm too old excuse is um then you sh so you shouldn't have to pay an electric bill then right if you're too old to pay for solar right or it'll never pay for itself in my lifetime right honestly folks there's no joke i'm not joking with this one what the hell do you care right yeah. if you don't pay it off before you die what do you care if you oh you don't want to leave it to your wife or your husband yeah you do <laughs> because do. otherwise they're going to be stuck paying that high electric bill right so you know it's 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 a it's a silly argument that people have been conditioned to give. Mm. I'm too old for this, Absolutely. or I won't see the, 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 the payoff in my lifetime, or 
I'll never be able to pay it off in my lifetime or I won't see the benefit. Look, if it's cash flow positive from the day we fire the thing up, then you're receiving the benefit from it. Right. Right. It's costing you less than what you would otherwise have to pay. And, you know, these days it's a no brainer. There is, there's no math in the universe. that's going to show that it's, it's more cost beneficial to stay with, stay the, with utility the utility company, company for any amount of time. No. Right. If you're planning on selling the house in a year, cool. You're planning on selling the house the day, the day we install or turn the system on after it's installed. Cool. Right. I can show you how the economics work out in your favor because the incentives and everything else, if you go to sell it, just you're, you're flipping a house, how by putting solar on it will make the home sell faster and make you more money. Right. And it'll more than cover the expense of the solar and you'll, you'll increase your profit. Right. So that's, that's where solar is at today when it's done by somebody that knows what they're doing that cares about it that has a ethical or moral compass mm. and isn't focused on the sale and don't get me wrong again this is one of those things that you can put on your list of things that salespeople don't say i want your money just as bad as everyone else does right i put my i want your money right i admit it i have no problem with that mm-hmm. okay i don't do this for the practice i do it to make money and i want your money but yeah. I want it the right way. And I know he wants Absolutely. it the right way. And Johnny on the, on the screen, he wants it the right way. So we don't have to look over our shoulder, right? And worry about the, you know, getting hit with a jar of pickles in the supermarket by the disgruntled oh, yeah. customer. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> I was going to say, that didn't seem like it was just a, a random, a random a little truth. It wasn't in my experience. Right it wasn't my personal experience, but it is a point oh. of reference that I swore I would use one day. So, but I don't want to have to worry about that. <laughs> Me neither. I don't want to have to worry about that. Johnny doesn't have to worry about that. And so uh-huh. if we do it the right way, yes, we earn your, we earn your business and we make the money to support ourselves and our families. All right. Okay. But, you know, ill-gotten gains. Um, some people are fine with that and live with it just, just fine. But mm. what they're doing is they're actually making it harder for themselves to get more of those ill-gotten gains because yeah. the industry has gotten to a point where it's got, not just a black eye, it's got a couple of big gnarly black eyes, a bloody nose and a fat lip. Um, and oh, it's yeah. all because of credibility of these scumbag assholes that are promising a bunch of bullshit that, that can't ever be backed up so they can make their commission in the moment. Yep. And, um, you know, I, I get it. Human nature dictates that we focus on the negative and because it stands out, it's out of the ordinary. So that gets more attention than the positives Mm -hmm. believe me there are a gazillion times not a gazillion but there are many 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 several times more happy solar customers Mm. that were sold properly that get it that are benefiting from it yeah but they don't make a lot of noise about it because they have nothing to make noise about everything went fine if i walk across the room and i don't fall on my face i don't go made it again (laughs) right you know but if i trip and fall uh, you know, I'm oh, I'm gonna cuss and swear and 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 exclaim things and you know draw attention to it and it's no different, right? So um, yeah, that's, folks, that's why I like that guy. Is what's uh, that? I said that's why I like the guy. Um, I, I kind of uh, recognized this week um, having them open up the email while I'm on the phone with them and mm. just say, scan through those questions down there. Does any of that look familiar during the conversation that you've had? They're like, no. Well, you've told me you had about four consultations. What do you think is going to happen if you ask, you know, the other companies these questions? Do you think that uh, they're going to know the answers? And they would go quiet. And I said, okay, that's why we're bringing them to you. And it's kind of helped me get some little bit of feedback because uh, 
they've responded. Cool. I've had people text message me back, like, what is this for? I'm like, it's really explanatory, like self-explanatory. Like, it's a guide to the ask. And we expect, you know, people well, to know this. Called, if, if they're calling to ask you, then the you, first, I would say it's titled perfectly, right? So <laughs> yeah. <for> dumb. <laughs> right? No, that's why I put and smarties. I don't want to insult people. Uh, yeah. Uh, but no, I thank I like you for bringing that up. It's 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 a very valid point. And, right. and you know, the guide is written to help everybody and anybody that's looking for solar, not just our prospective customer. Right. This this can be utilized or people can benefit from it in any market anywhere. They're they're just questions that you need to ask and questions that need to be asked of you and why. And the more of these questions that you ask, the more it's going to steer you get you to the right practitioner, the right company, the right rep, whatever it is, um, to make sure you get the right result. Because again, it's one of the most expensive things you'll ever buy. So guys, I appreciate you taking the time to, to do this with me um, and to share some of your insights, your experience, your knowledge with uh, you know anybody that may see this. Right. It's, um, it's a tough gig, right? I mean, it, it really is. It's, it's a tough gig, but um, it's, it's cool at the same time to be able to do something for people that helps them. Right. It really does. It, it helps people and it, it helps humanity. And it was my daughter really gave me the greatest impact when I first got into solar. It was her that led me into it first. Um, economic downturn. I had 20 years in telecommunications, didn't know what I was going to do. And she goes, you need to do something green, dad. And she was 17 years old at the time. She's 32, 33 now. Um, but boy, the light bulb went on. And then when I got involved in it, um, and it was only a matter of days before I had a new job, um, uh, after 20 years in telecom, I had a new job in solar and she was so proud, um, which was really cool too. But she's like, that's so cool. It's kind of like you're saving the planet one house at a time. Mm. Swear to God, I will never forget that because the impact of that all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, I had a job that had a purpose. benefit, a purpose, a benefit, mm. right? I, I owned a custom woodworking business before. I, I worked in corporate telecommunications and data networking, probably one of the most boring things you could ever do, but it was it was good to me and my family. But um, it, it didn't really serve anybody or provide for the greater, the betterment of anyone. And under looking at solar that, you know, it's kind of like I'm saving the planet one house at a time. Wow. What a statement, you know, they say from the mouths of babes, right? Uh. Um, it, it made the impact and I've never, I've never let go of that. And everybody that works with Mr. Sunshine Solar all have the same attitude. And so I appreciate, you know, James, I appreciate you and all that you bring to the, to the business, Johnny, absolutely. I appreciate you and, and the, the hard work and, and, the intention you guys have, uh, the absolute legitimate intention you have to do the right thing, not just to make the money, but to do the right thing to help customers and steer them down the right path. And mm -hmm. it's difficult. It's really hard because they they don't want to hear it yeah. on initial on the surface. You're just another one of those solar those people. Guys. And, um, yeah. you know, being able to break through and show them that you're not mm. and that you are what I like to call the exception to the perception you know, means the world to me. So mm. again, thanks for coming on. I'm definitely going to have you guys on some more with other things. You've got so much more to share. I know 
and uh, so we'll we'll schedule something soon and um, you know keep uh, educating and helping folks out uh, before I before we cut away I, I want to totally change gears right this show is called everything under the sun and I'm still getting used to the format that that uh, I intended because um, we can go off on tangents all day and night right? yeah but yeah uh, on that you know everything under the sun the intention of it is to talk about really everything under the sun not just solar mm. right not just energy efficiency but the fact that uh you know james used to beat people up all the time <laughs> <laughs> legally legally um no actually you know now wait so i got wind that he was a fighter right so i'm thinking you know he's a boxer or whatever and and uh um which would have been a great enough story in itself but it gets it actually takes a big twist in the other direction which um makes it even better right so you weren't a boxer no. you were you just got a lot of fights when you were young i was just and a street fighter you just you, you know uh, so i, I told people that uh never started a fight but i sure as hell finished a lot of them convincingly so if, if if to know james is to know one of the kindest softest most compassionate people you could ever meet and to hear that you know well, i didn't start fights but i finished them <laughs> there must trust me okay he may not have started it or thrown the first blow but if he was in a fight he was certainly involved in the process of getting there. So, you know, that is a hundred percent true, but yeah, you know, we all grow up and change and stuff like that. Uh, um, it just cracked me up and, you know, cause I thought it was already cool. You know, we had talked before, you know, I didn't know that you, you were a, a ball player, right? Baseball. All right. And, uh, you know, to find out about that and hear that, I thought, well, that's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> cause you, you played at the collegiate level. I did. Yeah. I played here at, uh, at uh, the local community college, uh, did pretty well there. And then I went up to university of New Mexico, uh, had a, uh, injury that kind of, uh, forced the end of my career. I was a center fielder and speed was those hangnails can be tough. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and the one AC in one ACL and two knees, that doesn't help things either. So, <laughs> but yeah, I ended up finishing my, yeah, finished my degree and uh and uh, but yeah and it was i was actually at an event yesterday and there's a buddy of mine i hadn't seen in years um actually a one percenter real estate his name is uh, zach cates and uh, he was one of the guest speakers at this event and uh, he actually got up there last night and that was what he said is like man i idolize i see these brothers that some guys i grew up with you know back then they called me jimmy not james jimmy blancarte i used to idolize he was my favorite fighter <laughs> and there was like four <laughs> or five guys you know with their cell phones <laughs> out trying to look it up and blancarte. Boxing, right? And after the event they're all coming up to me and like hey man i was looking for your name i just I couldn't find you anywhere and like so That's awkward <laughs> <laughs> but there definitely was a change in in my life and funny, uh, how, funny how that happens yeah right what about what about you johnny i mean what was what was your thing back in the day um well i i found out i have a a knack for writing movie scripts all at once instead of the process like normal people go i found this out when i was going to college for video game design and uh didn't know much about video games and the process of making them but i loved art i can draw fairly well i'm not the, the best um but i also like like writing 
And it came to a point during my, my first year, it was an accelerated program that we were shown like how the backstories for the game work. And just like in movies, there's backstories for the characters that allow them to act a certain way. That's where they get their, their drive for the character from. Well, even on video games, you don't see everything about it. Each character, the backstory, it's all written out. And I found out um, that I kind of work a little bit different up here. Other people will write each step, actions yeah, first. Do. And, then, <laughs> and then they'll write the scenery. But I was able to fly through this because... I was able to, to do it all at one time. This character did this, everything, the whole layout. And I was finishing script after script and uh, for, for some game ideas we had. And then it kind of leaned over to my job at the time. I was doing uh, property management at this luxury apartment complex. And one of the biggest uh, owners, uh, or owners of renters of the property, um, he owned at the time, one of the largest independent film studios in Arizona. And, uh, it was so large, um, you know, we had actors staying there, actresses, rappers, and uh, one of the most famous people there was Nick Cage's nephew, but but what have you. Um, I was kind of curious to see how good I was at it, so I went up to Bob and was like, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Um, you know, what do you think about this? And you write about five minutes of it. He invited me up to, his, uh, to his, uh, his apartment, which I didn't know he did horror movies. That was like the coolest experience at, uh, well, you, you know, like 22. Horror, horror movies? Horror, yep. Yep, horror, horror okay, movies. Not, not horror movies. No, okay. no, 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 not those ones. Like, different genre. <laughs> horror, yeah, yeah, different. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to hear the rest about you know any more about no, that meeting. Uh, no, <laughs> go on, sorry, well, my bad. But um, they they showed me some some different points in writing and styles and how to set a mood better. And at that point, I realized I'm like, okay, I got a, a knack for this, and I showed them other things and it just uh it's kind of one of those things i have like unfinished business with and funny Man. thing is two movies that i written out that i showed my best friend his name's jimmy <laughs> is uh we would laugh about this there's a couple movies that came out that were like super close to what i written and i was like how is this possible I'm like was i talking about this out loud to somebody somewhere and uh, it just showed me right then and there that that's something i do have unfinished business with just because um just i don't know just it's the way Dude, my mind yeah works. you need to, you need to pursue it there's there you know there's nothing it's believe me i know about backburnering dreams and and and, <laughs> and things like that i'm uh you know uh i jokingly say a has-been musician right i was lead singer for a band called javelin in the 80s and uh, early 90s and um you know uh i won't say I, i'm a uh a has-been or a um i'm a, an almost was right an almost was and um i got close you know and um uh just everything changed in the music scene and stuff and i didn't want to follow the trend and 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 go that route so yeah i i changed directions but um it's something that um i really removed myself from for many 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 years i like just entirely focused on my career and and stuff and i've had a number of people try to you know, draw me back in. And I'm finally um, interested in just jamming, jamming with people, not, not pursuing the, the recording contract or becoming the rock star anymore, but just, just to jam and have fun. I still got pipes and um, you know, so <laughs> I, I would, I would encourage you to keep, keep writing, keep creating and, um, and putting it out there. Right. It's um, it's, 
just doing it is fulfilling, right? And oh, being, yeah. you know, that's the best part. Um, and if you happen to hook one in, then you know, remember your uh, your friends uh, Michael and James here that uh, help support you during those, those difficult years. And, you know, I can I can use your guys' personalities as characters. That's where that's where some of the writing came from. Michael is uh, a lot of the stuff I've written was from childhood friends that uh, they got sprinkled all through the characters, and people will look at me like I'm the one who did this. Why is this in here? Well, it's funny. Right on. So, well, cool, man. I appreciate you guys sharing a little bit about yourselves because, again, everyone has a story, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone has a story. And um, whether we're talking about solar energy efficiency or whatever, it's it's fun to kind of tap into some of these other things and just kind of get to know who a little little something unique or interesting about somebody we're uh, we're we're watching besides the you know the the topic at hand. So, I appreciate Mm -hmm. you you sharing that and next time um next time you're both on um whether together or individually you know we'll dig into some other things and um um like i said you know we can talk about everything under the sun so uh with that i'm going to sign us off say again thanks anybody for watching and uh if you've got questions reach out to us you can uh, send an email to hello at mr sunshine saves you want a copy of the uh uh, 2023 solar for dummies and smarties questionnaire guide you should um you know just ask for it we're happy to send you a copy of it and um for anybody here in arizona that's interested in solar certainly we'd love to speak with you i'm not gonna I'm not gonna miss the opportunity to throw in a plug for that we're the we're, we're a kick-ass installation company and um again we do things literally i'm not just saying this we are better than everybody else um, and that's, that's not it's not an arrogant statement it's not my ego it's not me being nar- narcissistic we are i've been in so this sorry. for 16 years i know what's out there yep. and nobody comes close to educating you on the things that we can and um, in the fashion that we can uh to provide the greatest net result so and that is absolutely true michael because i know myself that i was looking actively looking for somebody like you so I just wanted to thank you for passing that knowledge on to me that you that I could become that professional that I am mandated by my ultimate boss above to be. And you helped me to become that professional and teach me how to do solar correctly and accurately. My pleasure. So thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you for saying that. So I'm from here, Michael. I've uh, I've had a couple of solar companies I've checked out and um coming to here was a uh, breath of fresh air I, I realized that not everyone has an angle other than doing what's best for the customer and um that's that's one thing that makes my job easier and proud to actually tell people where i work <laughs> right on Unlike most well, again, companies where thank you that, said, that's going to be the highlight reel the you two guys are just you know praising praising me yeah, no <laughs> not praising me I should, that's but no, I, I, I appreciate the, uh, the compliment and the gratitude and it's, it's, uh, but you're, you're part of this mix because of who you guys are, right. And what you bring to the table and your integrity and your intentions. So, um, that's what makes a great team. We kick ass at this and, um, I'm they not, do. I'm not shy to say it, right. Some people might take that as being again, arrogant or egotistical. It's not, it's confidence, right? It, it's literally pure confidence. And knowing what I know we know mm. and knowing what I know that the others don't. 
right? So right. Um, yeah, we'll help you out as best we can. Um, until the next episode, which should only be a few days away, wow. um, I'll sign off for now. Again, thanks for watching Everything Under the Sun. And y'all take care. You make it a great day. Don't leave it to chance. Do something about it with intention. Make it great. We'll talk to you soon.